Good morning, it's Bonnie Mathias. How are y'all? My buddy's back. Two weeks in a row. I'm so happy. I've been lonely. The Workers Meet is about everything from the point of view of working families, and we like to start with things you can do. There was not a vigil last night for La Damonion Hall, and I told everybody there would be, but there wasn't one. They called it off. Okay, today, June the 11th at 11 o'clock, the March for Our Lives. That's gun control. Yes. They begin a march from Dealey Plaza to Dallas City Hall, and they're going to have speeches at City Hall. There are more marches at Fort Worth and in Rockwall and in 800 places around the nation. Lots of people want gun control. June the 16th at 7.30, delegates and invited guests meet at the Central Labor Council and online at 1408 North Washington. June the 18th at 11 o'clock to 4 o'clock, they're going to have Juneteenth celebration at Joppa, Joppy, Joppy at South Central Park, 4753 Fellows Lane, Dallas, 75216. Come on down. I'll be there. Also on June the 18th, they're going to have the Poor People's March in Washington, D.C. They've been building this up for some time. June the 19th is actually Juneteenth. That'll be falling on a Sunday this time, so I'm sure there'll be a bunch of Juneteenth Uh, actions that I don't know about. I think there's a celebration on Saturday at Fair Park as well. I'll have to look that up. I'll be at the one uh, in Joppy. We'll announce them next week. Yes. June the 25th at 9 o'clock, the Dallas County Hiring Event at 8401 South Polk, 75232. July the 6th to 12.30, the Dallas chapter of the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans plans to have a picnic at Kids Springs Park in Oak Cliff. Contact Judy Bryant, 214-729-0063. That's my organization, the Alliance for Retired Americans. Texas Democratic Party Convention is July the 14th through 16th at the Dallas Convention Center. They're coming from all over the state. 5,000 of my closest friends. There will be a Labor Caucus. (laughs) Yes. And there will also be a Retiree Caucus starring the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans. July the 22nd through 24th, the Young Active Labor Leaders have a statewide meeting. September the 9th is a Women's Summit. September the 20th is National Voter Registration Day. October 28th is the deadline to receive vote-by-mail applications for the general election. And November 8th is the November... 8th is the general election. Yes, and October the 8th will be the uh, last day you will be able to register to vote in that election. But you have all summer to sign up yes, your yes. kids and grandkids and your neighbors Yes, and get everybody registered. And make sure that if somebody has moved or gotten married or gotten divorced, made any change that needs to be corrected on their uh, voter registration, please, please fill out a new card and send it in. Okay. Bonnie, you think it's important that everybody uh, get on the program and and not only vote, not only plan to vote, but get everybody else to vote? Yeah, yeah. We have 440,000 people, registered voters in Dallas County, Uh that did not vote in 2020. And I bet there's another 100,000 or so that didn't, didn't register. Yeah, we're registering. We're we're the we're reaching out. Lots of groups are reaching out to uh, organize, register, Mm -hmm. educate, and then make sure that they go vote. This is so important. So important. Some good things going on in labor. 
Of course, we like to talk about labor, labor because well, it's a labor show. That's the organized. <laughs> that's the organized part of, of all working families. That's and, right. And it's of course it's the strongest because it is the best organized. Executive orders from President Biden are going our way. There's a lot of labor-friendly legislation getting introduced, even though it's having trouble getting passed. And, in fact, President Biden will be attending the National AFL-CIO Convention. Labor That's unions, in Pennsylvania, I think, isn't it? I don't know. I think Un- it's in Unions it's absolutely Biden. love President Biden and think yes. President Biden is doing great. However, not everybody thinks so because of gas prices. It's not uh, his fault. It was, oh, we have a caller. It was four seventy nine down at the corner, but it's five dollars nationwide. Is mm. the nationwide average for gasoline mm. now is five bucks? Is this uh, Gene and Bonnie? Good morning. Good Thanks morning. for calling. Uh, Gene, it's just good to see you back, brother. Thank you so I much. I was worried about you. you had Me too. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you give out so much good history, uh, a true history, and I appreciate you. And Bonnie, I apologize. I had this old Army, Navy, veteran, Vietnam War. I was giving up on this country, and that's why I was trying to say, I'm not saying don't vote, but I'm just trying to find some good people to vote for. Well, help out them people. Yeah, it's hard. People go to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stay there 30 years, do nothing. And we tired of that. But, Bonnie, if you'll give your number out, I'd like to come out. I'm feeling good shape. I like to walk with you sometimes and door knock with you. And let's get these people who say vote don't count. And let's get them back up and, and see if we can make it happen this time. Hey, Bonnie. Can you give me that number so I can help you? If you go to DallasDemocrats.org. DallasDemocrats.org. And under Take Action. There is, there's a form there for volunteering. There's a form there for uh, uh, election workers. Uh, Also, if you look at the calendar, oh my gosh, there's so much on that calendar all over the county. Mm-hmm. And they're doing block walks. Yeah, they're doing yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, door knocking. Right. They're doing phone banks. We're writing postcards that are going to be going out prior yeah. to uh, the election this fall. Um, thousands mm-hmm. of postcards. Mm-hmm. We have a postcard party yeah. uh, on Wednesdays yeah. and one every uh-huh. on Saturdays. Usually, right now we're out of postcards. Wow, uh-huh. right. which is great. Which is well, a great thing to do. Well, I'm gonna put my old army boots on. I need to exercise, get some fun, and I'm I'm willing to try one more time for this country. But I want this country to come on. We gotta start a revolution. It's not good. It's love. Revolutionizing. You say revolutionizing? Yeah, we're a revolution. Okay. With love. All right. It's gonna be a revolutionizing with love. Yeah. All right. I'm I wish I could no, sing. That's, key. that's it. That's it, I don't, Imani. I don't, know, I don't know nothing about it in Africa. I wish I did go home, but I don't know nothing about Africa. This is my home. <laughs> that's right. All right. We well, thank that's you right. so much. Thank you, brother. Thank you so yeah, much. We're revolutionizing with love that's with right. Imani. That's pretty good. Nine, I'm seven, supposed to read this. Oh, okay. This Sorry. Sunday, Sunday. Tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Greg A. Smith celebrates 30 years on KNON with the two-time Grammy Award winner, Blues Hall of Fame member, the legendary Bobby Rush, one of the last of the original blues men. Don't miss out. This is one for the real blues fan also appearing. The Wanda King All-Star Big Blues Band Review featuring Buddy Whittington, Texas Slim, Christian Dozler, and more. The show opens with Bobby Rush's acoustic set 
and Q&A with Greg A. Smith at the Granada Theater, 3424 Lower Greenville Avenue in Dallas, a state-of-the-art concert venue, early show doors at 6 p.m., music at 7 p.m., tickets at granadatheater.com, more info at knon.org. So don't miss it. It's the big blues blowout. Y'all, that's a big, this is a big deal. This is a big, big deal oh, in the blues like community, man. This is big. Stuff like that helps KNON. Oh, yeah. And Bobby Rush. Bobby Rush is huge. Bobby Rush is huge all over the world. Do you understand? <laughs> He's not just a, a Dallas star, man. He is a worldwide star. And he is coming here to honor, help us honor, our own Greg Brown. Oh, my God. Greg Smith is just, he's been around forever. Okay. 30 years, y'all. 30 years. Nearly 70% of Americans approve of labor unions, <sighs> the highest since 1965. And, just another blurb, CNBC reports that 59% of workers across the United States say they support increased unionization <gasps> in their workplaces. And... <laughs> the second, the second Starbucks just just won their, uh, their the second contract. Texas That's Starbucks right. just won, well they didn't win a contract no but, but they won their they won their union election yeah. well and I you know they're they're Starbucks is playing dirty pool yes they are they're playing dirty pool they don't want the union in there management is playing dirty pool yeah but lots of workers are standing up call us at nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Some more stuff that's going on in the union movement. I'm proud of this. My union is the United Auto Workers and the American Federation of Teachers, which is called AFT. They call on school districts across the country to electrify the nation's school bus fleet and to do the work with union labor. Yay! And your union, the Communication Workers of America, I'm is so working proud on of broad, them. broadband. You know, you know, I had I found a shirt in the back of my closet this week mm-hmm. uh, for Thursday, and it had uh, it has what the charter, the first paragraph of the charter of Communications Workers of America on the back of it. Oh, that's nice. It is very, very cool. Well, their their broadband efforts would help everybody. Yes, and they want to do that with decent wages and uh, and union labor. And they are pushing, and and they got a very interesting endorsement. Vice President Kamala Harris was at one of their broadband meetings in Nevada. And she said, yes, this is the right thing to do. We want union labor to make the broadband available to everybody. See, in the past, there's been what they call the digital divide. The richer you were, the more, the better internet you had. That's right. And uh, AT&T didn't help any because they would put the the better... (sighs) Uh, optic fiber connections and everything mm-hmm. into the richer neighborhoods we, first. We just got fiber mm-hmm. in Pleasant Grove just in the that. last in the last year. Mm-hmm. Just got it. Uh, we are ten minutes from downtown, and we just got fiber. Yeah. Uh, America's got the slowest internet. I mean, Japan's like ten times faster than us. Right. And that kind of that kind of infrastructure really makes a difference in your economy. Well, and something that I need to to shout to. The city of Dallas. It is not your job to try to try to start uh, laying fiber to these places that don't have it. 
your we have AT&T sitting downtown with thousands of employees mm-hmm. in Dallas. Stop saying, oh, we're going to do our own broadband. Get out of that. That is not your business. At, get to AT&T's doorstep and make them do what's right. Okay, so you want broadband for everybody. Yes, I do, and I don't want the city of Dallas getting involved in that business. That is not the business of the city. That's well, insane. They, they would probably do it with non-union workers, I, I They guess. would do it the cheapest freaking way possible, and mm-hmm. it ain't going to work. And this needs to be done right. This yes. is, we're talking about our infrastructure. Yes, exactly. 972-647-1893. Here's something good from AFSME. You don't hear a lot about AFSME up here in North Texas. AFSME is the American Federation of State, County, Municipal Employees. They announced two new organizing campaigns last week as the union accelerates its strategy to grow across the country. The latest examples of cultural workers joining include more than 200 staff members of the Academy Museum of Motion Pictures in Los Angeles. Wow, that's really cool. They joined AFSME. And workers at Baltimore's Enoch Pratt Free Library System, they are also forming a union with AFSCME. Wow. Now, the American Federation of Government Employees, that's different because most of them are federal. Federal, right. The American Federation of Government Employees welcomed 4,085 new members into the union family in May. Wow. So, that's Where very did good. The, wow. I wish, I wish that somebody would call in, Ryan Haney maybe, call in and tell me... Uh, uh, how many people was last? How many new people joined the team? Yeah, joined the Teamsters. Because mm-hmm. um, you know they don't advertise that as much. No, but if you know the first Sunday of every month is their uh, their membership meeting where they swear uh-huh. in the new members. I'll tell you, and it's pretty darn cool. There's like there's like 40, 50, 60, 100 people there getting sworn in almost every month. That's great. It's wonderful. And they're young people. Mm-hmm. And they're... They're organizing fools out there at the Teamsters. That's absolute man. fact. Their slogan, I think, is if it if it don't move, ignore it. But if it moves, organize <laughs> organize it. Organize it. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. <laughs> I workers, like that. Work, workers' wage growth is not driving inflation. What's, what's driving inflation is corporate profits. Agreed. If you're worried about that five dollar uh, a, a gallon gasoline, don't complain to President Biden. No, complain to uh, Exxon Mobil. Exxon Mobil Shell making record yeah. profits. That's right, boys and girls. And let me tell you, back in several many years ago, 2008, I believe, the oil was the exact same price per barrel that it is today, and gas was only $3.27 a gallon. Only. Only. Uh Which, I mean, that was high for then. Yeah. But now, y'all, it's five bucks. What happened? They're they're going crazy with greed. That, you know, and what are they doing with the money? They are not reinvesting it. They are not starting drilling. Yes, we have all kinds of oil here in Texas. Mm -hmm. There are thousands, literally thousands of permits that have been issued and these greedy oil companies are sitting on them. They are not starting any new drilling. They are not opening up any new refineries. I'll tell you what they are doing. Buying back stock. No, they're exporting liquid natural gas to to Europe because (laughs) they have taken the markets away from the from the Russians, 
uh, because of the war that's cre- been created over there. Are they are they gouging the heck out of them like they're gouging the heck out of us? Yeah, they're paying over in, over in Europe. They're paying over seven dollars a gallon. A liter. No, it, well, when you figure it out by the gallon, it's over seven dollars a, well, a gallon. But theirs has always been definitely higher than ours. Always. It's been higher, but this is ridiculous. Okay, workers' wage growth is not causing inflation. In fact, workers' wage growth has lagged behind inflation, meaning that labor costs have been dampening, not amplifying inflation (laughs) pressures all along. I'm getting this from the Economic Policy Institute, The Economist. And if you want to know what is causing inflation, it's corporate profits. Corporate profit margins have driven over half of the increase in prices in the non-financial corporate sector between the second quarter of 2020 and the end of 21. And they say this is not normal. Please, everybody listen. Don't blame President Obama or President Obama. Don't blame him either. Uh, <laughs> it's not his fault either. Uh, don't blame pre- President Biden uh, and, and the, what's happening now on him. We, it is not him. He is not doing it. He can't do it. I think he could end the war in Europe, and I think I that would help. I think it would, too, but okay. I don't know. President, Senators Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren, famous liberals. Famous. Along with other Democratic legislators, put forward a new plan on Thursday aiming to extend Social Security's solvency past the year 2096. We have to take and a break. And the retirees are celebrating that. We'll take a break and be right back. It's the Workers Beat with Bonnie Mathias and Gene Lance. You can call us at 972-647-1893. We're talking about high prices because gas is going out of the, going over the ceiling. Which makes groceries get higher. Yeah, but because look at it this costs one. more. Prices for new drugs are rising 20% what? a year. Why? Now they were doing they were doing that before the pandemic and before the war in Europe. So what's the reason? Well, the reason is because they're greedy. Green. They're well, you know, greedy that's, people, and they are robbing us blind. We got all kinds of calls here, Gene. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Oh, that one's gone. Okay, Missed next. Good morning. Hello? Thanks for calling KNON. Hello, you're Good on morning. the air. Good morning. Hi. Yeah, uh, you mentioned Social Security uh, a minute or so ago, mm-hmm. and that's one of the things that that's one of the things that the uh, Republicans and conservatives are generally uh, just totally against. Yep. They yes. never have liked it, and they don't like it today. They want to do away with it. They voted they against it in 1935, and they've been voting against it ever since. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. true. And I can't understand why so many people want to uh, support the Republicans when if they were in charge, uh, they would eliminate Social Security. They and, would. Uh, millions of people would be, millions of more people would be in poverty. Yeah. And that's, a- that's one of the reasons why I was, but. There's a Congressman Scott, and Congressman Scott has a bill in, in the Congress right now Rick to try to get uh, Social Security and Medicare both canceled in within five years. They want it. He wants to sunset them every uh-huh. year, which means that the Congress would go back every single five years and say whether or not they were going to continue funding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Rick Scott's idea is to not fund it at all. Yeah. So, I, this... This is not the only plot. There's all kinds of plots to end Social Security and Medicare. Oh, yeah. Go ahead, brother. 
Absolutely, and that's one of the reasons why <clears throat> I uh, was so happy to see what's happening with the January 6th hearings, because it's showing how corrupt and how uh, cutthroat, uh, mm-hmm. how organized and cutthroat those people are. I did not know they had a seven-step plan to take over the government yeah. and uh, really uh, just throw us all into fascism. But yeah. I'm watching those hearings every day. Uh, I think I don't know what time the next one is this week, but I think it's at I ten o'clock Monday morning. Oh, uh, okay. I want to see how deep this corruption goes, and I want to see Trump indicted and sent to prison. Me Thank too. you very much. Thank right. you. Thank you very much. Thank Good you. morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Thanks for waiting. Hey, thank you. For, thank you for taking my call. I'll be quick. I'm sure there are lots of other people calling. But with with gas prices hitting five bucks, everything's spiking. This just shows how dependent we are on hydrocarbons, right? There are alternatives. Like we can invest in renewables. We can invest in having nuclear. And you can do all of that with union labor. The problem is that there's just not an economic incentive, right? Yeah, we're, uh, we're for unions. That's right. Mm-hmm. High energy prices might just be the push you need to switch over to other power sources and then also more walkable communities and better public transport. It could be an opportunity if, you know, you can actually siphon some of the um, the gains and put that into other fields to make it all right. Yeah. Thanks yeah. so much. We appreciate your call. 972-647-1893. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. We lost that one, too. Okay, y'all. Just people, be you, patient. Sometimes you just have to wait. I'm sorry, but you know we can only put one people on at a time. Sorry. 972-647-1893. The station absolutely does love it when you call. We can't help but we're so popular. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a, some, a sad note on the economy. Huh. The global economy may be headed for years of weak growth and rising prices, a toxic combination that will test the stability of dozens of countries still struggling to rebound from the pandemic, said the World Bank. And that was in the Washington Post. That's, uh, you know, we have... And plus, we have these these fascists attempting to uh, take over our democracy, and to that's exactly the overthrow yeah. the government. They want that's to true. overthrow the government. Mm-hmm. They want to install uh, Donald J. Trump you know, as their Putin. There might be a lot of people who would like to overthrow the government, but but the ones that I know all would like to make it something better. Better. <laughs> more, dem- more democratic. See, That's we have, the ones that I know, too. We have know. a certain amount of democra- democracy that we had to fight for. Right. They didn't give it to us. No. When they, no. When they made this country, they, they said, okay, if you're 35 years old and you're white and you're a man and you own property, then you can vote. That's right. So and if for you're everybody not, else to, get, to vote, we had to fight. We had to fight. We had to fight a civil war. Yep. We had to uh, struggle and march and demonstrate. Lots of lots of women starved themselves to That's try right. to get the right That's to right. vote for women. They would go on these hunger strikes. And people and died. They were force-fed. Women were force-fed. They were beaten mm-hmm. uh, because they wanted to vote. And one of them, one of them I thought was interesting, got, got run over by a horse and killed. She ran out on the racetrack trying to explain to everybody when women should get the right to vote. Oh. And, uh, so there's all kinds oh. of struggles for us to get what democracy we have. And we never got enough democracy. No. For example, we don't get much say-so about foreign affairs. No. If they want to start a fire, shoot 
start a war, shoot rockets at somebody or something. They don't ever ask us. No. And they don't oh, ever ask us. Oh, but they come us. to us when they need somebody to fight the wars, though, don't they? Yeah. And they don't ever <laughs> ask us when they're going to lay people off. Nope. They don't say, how would you like to get laid off? Or, how, yeah. you know, how should we do this? They always just lay you off anyway. It always amazes me with the folks out there that are in the union, and they get the, they get the notice that uh, their department is being surplused or laid off or whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they do is blame the union. Yeah, that's My true. God, that is crazy. We're not the ones that do it. Okay? We never laid off nobody. We never laid off anybody. Yeah. We are, you know, it's the company. Hey, you know, my... my uh, my interpretation of the GOP is actually not grand old party. It's actually greed over people. Greed over people. Isn't that good? Interesting to me. Well. 972-647-1893 if you want to get your two bits in. A study published in the most prestigious medical journal of all, it's called JAMA. Ah, yes. The found, Journal of American Medicine. That has found that in 20 and 20. 20 2020 and 2021, nearly half of new drugs were priced at more than $150,000 a year. What the? So they come up with new drugs, which they use government. They use government. Right. Uh, to do the to, research and development. Yeah, to yeah. do it. Yeah. And then they charge $150,000 a year for them for nearly half of the new drugs, according to the Alliance for Retired Americans. But And, and the... Pharmaceutical industry will not allow the Congress to pass anything that would allow Medicare to negotiate for mm-hmm. lower drug prices for people that are on Medicare and Medicaid. Yeah. They fixed it in the Bush administration. Yeah. yeah. They fixed it so that you have to pay whatever, <laughs> whatever, whatever they the, want, whatever yeah. they charge you, or whatever your insurance company will pay. Yeah. Whichever. You know, and your insurance company might pay uh, one thing uh, and the drug may cost more and they may, that pharmaceutical industry has every right in this in this environment to charge you the difference. Yeah, and they won't charge everybody more than they possibly could. Absolutely. And it, it goes up like crazy. The Justice Department has filed a lawsuit. This is, in addition to just ripping <laughs> us off like crazy, they also steal. The Justice Department has filed a lawsuit alleging that some Medicare Advantage insurance companies mined patient records for outdated, irrelevant conditions and illegally billed Medicare more to increase profits. In other words, they just made up charges and and billed Medicare. Uh, Is that crazy? Yeah, that's that's. It's crazy to me that people put up with it. Well, it's crazy. Why do? Well, you got you got Joe Namath, and you got Jimmy JJ Walker mm-hmm. on the television, touting these Medicare Advantage programs. Yeah, and that's a ripoff. It's a ripoff. They don't know, but people don't understand because these guys are trusted. All you basically get is Medicare, except you have to pay more because. They want, they're going to make a profit out of it. Oh, but, you know, they're saying you might get money back on your Social Security. Yeah. That is not true, y'all. And that is lies. not. It's just, just please talk to a certified. If you're about to go on Medicare, which I am, talk to a certified Medicare navigator mm-hmm. that can show you the best program for you and to make sure that you don't 
because there's something about the drug program. If you don't take it when you turn 65, then when you if you decide to take it later on, they give you a penalty for not taking it in the beginning. That's which, the Medicare Advantage. I don't know. And if you get, I this, don't know. I'll tell you what to do, Bonnie. When you get 65, I'm almost take, there. Take Medicare uh-huh. and Part B, uh-huh. and then get yourself a decent Medicare Medigap program. Okay. Because. Don't go to Medicare Advantage. No, because I won't do that. That's an insurance company, and they are going to make yep. they're going to make money out of it that's by right. not paying your bills and that's stuff right. like that, and and fighting with you for uh, every little penny. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you get a bill from from the surprise, what they call them, surprise bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, pff, the insurance company doesn't care. Thanks for calling K N O N. Good morning. Hey, good morning, brother. I was wondering uh, how much y'all charging to uh, put us on the radio. How much are we charging for what? For putting you on the radio? To, to put a song on the radio. Oh, well, we don't charge. We're not a music. We're not a music. We don't charge for anything. We don't charge for anything. We don't even get paid. We Yeah, we're volunteers, so I'm not sure what, what you're asking. Is this a radio station, uh, KNO3? No, this is KNON 89.3 FM. You just called in to a talk show on that station. Mm-hmm. So if you have business that you need, you need to call back on Monday at 214-823-9500. That's, a, that's, a that's the part? office number. Okay. And call back on Monday. Thanks so much, Ruth. Thanks. You can call us too at 972-647-1893. I want to turn. Oh, we got another caller. Good morning. Okay. Thanks for calling Cano Win. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Yes, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, we hear you now. Good. Okay, uh, I disagree on that Medicare Advantage. I'm a retiree from the city of Dallas, and I got Medicare Advantage, and it's working mm-hmm. excellent for me. Okay. I'm glad to hear it. I'm That's glad good. to hear it. That's good. And maybe it does work well for, for some. But but uh, believe me, brother. Believe me, brother, you're paying you're paying for Medicare and you're paying for Medigap and you're paying profits to the insurance company that sold it to you. hmm But it but it does work out good for some individuals. Yes, it's working out excellent for me. Okay. Good. Glad to hear it. Thank you. Thank uh-huh. you. And you can call Thank us, too, you. at 972-647-1893. Good oh. morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Are you there? No. Okay. Whoop. I don't know. Ooh, Sorry. Yeah. You have to wait sometime, 972-647-1893. I want to turn to the fact, we've been talking about how bad it is for everybody. Yeah. Let's talk about how how, it, how worse, how much worse it is for some people. <laughs> Worser. This under the subject, I keep a subject of justice. I want to talk about La Damonian Hall. Okay. That's hard to say. La Damonian Hall. She died in handcuffs and with a spit hood over her head and in police custody, and the police kept it quiet for, for 13 days. Yeah, 13 days, that's yeah. right. That's there right. was supposed to have been a visual last night, but there wasn't, uh, but I think there will be one pretty soon. I watched John Fullenwider for that. Yeah. John Fullenwider yeah. has, has been standing up against police brutality for decades, as long as I've known him. Yeah. Do we have another caller? Good morning, thanks for calling KNON. Hello. Hi, how are you doing this morning? Good, Good. thank you. 
my question is, uh, my wife or my ex-wife, she's uh, 65, mm-hmm. I'm 63, mm-hmm. she's telling me, if you don't get uh, Medicare at that, at your age, at 65, there's a penalty, and then how does that work? Do you have to get Medicare? Yes. Or Yes, you, when you turn 65, you do. you do have to sign up for Medicare. If you have an right. insurance policy at work... They the they usually give you an opportunity to enroll in a supplemental program that will supplement your uh, your Medicare. Is that your deal? You already have insurance. Uh, I got my insurance, but uh, what she does is I don't think, I don't know what she has. But she's got Medicare, and she says if I don't do this, they're going to penalize me because you didn't get it. That's uh, right. Medicare. It'll so, cost you more. Uh, really. If you don't so sign these, up when you're 65. Mm-hmm. You have these commercials, JJ and all these other fools, they're telling you do the catch or whatever that, don't do it. Don't do uh, it. And no, I thought about right. that. I thought about it. But I said, you know what? <laughs> JJ, keep, just keep on dynamite, whatever. Right? Here's a good rule of thumb. If it comes from an insurance company, don't believe it. <laughs> right? That is a good rule well, of thumb. <laughs> Because they are, they they do not have your best interests at heart, I assure you. (laughs) So sign up for 65. You're you're going to love it. Medicare is the best insurance program in America. It's the best program that America ever had. And it's the best program that you can possibly get. And you don't have to worry. Sign up when you get 65. Yeah, as soon as you get 65. Well, 90 days prior to your... 65th birthday and 90 days after your 65th birthday is your enrollment period. Okay. So I found that out through my coworker mm-hmm. who is a Medicare uh, navigator. Yeah. So it's very cool. Very and, cool. And don't listen to the insurance company. No, don't listen to those commercials. Now, most, most people are signing up for Medicare Advantage and there's very good reason for that. It's because they're advertising like crazy. That's right. They make it sound good. And mm-hmm. they do make it sound good, mm-hmm. but, but don't listen to them. Mm-mm. 972-647-1893. We have to take a break. We'll be right back. Blue Monday. Monday. I, I hate Blue Monday. Monday. Sing along. Got, Got to work, work like, like a slave, slave all day. I love that song. <laughs> 972-647-1893. Now, if you will indulge me, I will tell you a story. I was talking to a lawyer the other day about a lawsuit that's got something to do with the elections. Election law in Texas is just horrible, and there's a bunch of lawsuits. Ooh. We were talking about one of these lawsuits, and he said, well, it looks like it's going to be next year before we're going to get to court. We're doing everything we can to possibly win this lawsuit. And I said, sir... If you can't win that lawsuit before November, you might as well forget about it. That's right. Because everything changes in November. Yep. If if the Democrats lose in November, the Republicans are going to overturn every future election that they don't win. Yep. They've already shown that they'll do that. They voted for it in t- for the 2020 election. Yep, sure did. Uh, almost unanimously, the congressman from, from the Republican Party voted to overturn the 2020 election. Yep. And they will certainly vote to overturn the 2024 election. If, if it doesn't go their if way. If they can, and if, unless they win it. Yeah. So 
any election that they don't win after this November, they are going to overturn. So I said, if you can't, if you can't affect the November election, then why are you even, why are you even what going are you doing? to court? Why are you even bothering? And he said he would consider that. So okay. maybe he will. Maybe. I was talking about how things are affecting poor people. Here's a, some good news from the Justice Department. The Justice Department is opening a sweeping civil rights investigation into the Louisiana State Police <gasps> amid mounting evidence oh that the agency has a pattern of looking the other way in the face of beatings of black men. Hmm. What do you know? Including the deadly 2019 arrest of, of a man named Ronald Green. And that was in the morning news. I thought it was very good. It's, uh, you know, it's 972-647-1893. That's our number here in the studio. Uh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty upset with, uh, you know, Reverend Barnett had callers on his show talking about how we've got some city council people that want to get rid of T.C. Broadnecks. And my personal opinion on this, he has done more for the people in the south, south of Interstate 30, than anybody has in decades. Mm -hmm. And I live there, okay? Yep. So I live it every day he's, and have since 88. He's a city manager. He's a city manager. And he's also a black man. And he's also a black man. Mm -hmm. And he, you know, he's a he's a, a honest, decent person. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know, I don't know if maybe these, these council people in the north are angry because he's paying more attention to the South, uh, which we, you know, we've been neglected for decades. So mm -hmm. it's, it's nothing that uh, just, you know, it's my old story. Just because you lose something doesn't mean, I'm sorry, just because you gain something doesn't mean somebody else lost something. Not, not always. Not always. It's this zero-sum game mm -hmm. that some of these white supremacists are talking about. You will not replace us. Jews will not replace us. Well, replacement theory. What's that? Replacement theory is the theory that, that minorities... A, a conspiracy going It's on. a conspiracy that, mm -hmm. you see, the Democrats are bringing in all of these brown people and uh -huh. black people that uh -huh. will probably vote Democrat, uh -huh. so they'll replace all of the voters that don't. So white people are fighting for their very existence. For their very existence? <laughs> that is, is so it, crazy. Is it not just the craziest thing that you've ever heard? It's not like they don't have better homes, Everything. better streets, <laughs> more money, better cars, and everything else. Now they're fighting for their existence. Oh my God! I am just totally, uh, I'm, I'm amazed at, I think that a lot of these white supremacists are fearful that black and brown people will start treating them the way that they have treated black and brown people for all, all this time. All through history. But that's mm -hmm. not what's going to happen. Do you not understand? We're you? just becoming a more diverse variety of people. You know? We're, I mean, my God, y'all, There's the, this is the most diverse place on the planet. Mm -hmm. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good, good morning. Good morning, James. How y'all doing? Good. How about you? I'm doing just fine, but sometimes we had crazy stuff going on that replacement theory. Back when they was doing that jump down, but 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 that Virginia when they they walking over there torching all that stuff. How about 
<laughs> right. The tiki torch boys in in button downs yeah. in button down shirts and khakis. I'm sorry, that just cracked me up. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> And it's wrong in two damn shoes. How are you going to replace somebody? They hollered at Michael Lecter White. No, I'm going to say, ain't nobody going to play this Ain't nobody going to play this up. They had to realize when Mac was found on immigrants. That's right. That's right. Wasn't sure. there on the backs of immigrants. Play it up, play it up. I think about how back in the day when. You, a black person, couldn't drink out the same water fountain, couldn't use the same bathroom. That's right. They want to go back to that. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. on it. They want right to go back to that. Right on it. All those junk. Yeah. But I don't know. Sometimes I was thinking about, I don't know whether it's in the Bible or not, but I've been about to want to drink on the bottom, going to come to the top one day. Mm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. that is in the Bible. I think somewhere. that is in the Bible the, because the meek shall inherit the earth. And it says uh, the loser today, the winners today will later be last. That's right. Mm-hmm. That means all you rich folks, it's kind of like all that money. It ain't gonna get you nowhere. <laughs> Won't get you into the kingdom. Won't of get you get, as far as I'm good. Ain't getting you nowhere because no. you're not doing anything good with it. So, mm-hmm. what do you got it for? So you might as well be doing some good. Yeah. Okay. Well, we call, thank you for calling, James. 972-647-1893 is the number. I want to get this in. The officer who killed Patrick Layoya has been charged with murder. Yes. So yes. everything's not bad. No, it's There's not. There's some good things. You have to look for them. <laughs> but there That's are right. Some, some good things. There's a pastor in Texas who has a solution to gay people. He wants to execute them. And that was in that was in Newsweek. Senator Cruz is joining an anti-gay lawsuit that's at the Supreme Court level now. So if you want to know who who is behind this replacement theory and stuff like that, one of them is Senator Cruz of, of Texas. Oh, can't can Cruz. You know, he really he's I actually have a new bumper sticker on my car. What does what's it say? Humans against Ted Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, don't you? Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Well, I got, I got another one. You know who Stephen Colbert is? He's yes, on, he's yes. On television. Yes. He names and shames Texas Representative Louis Gohmert, who he says is quote the dumbest man alive. <laughs> <laughs> that was in the Huffington Post. And guess what? We're almost done with him, y'all. I don't We're think... almost done with him because he ran for statewide office, so he had to resign his seat. So he's not a congressman anymore. He won't be at the end of this, at the end of the election in November. I didn't know that. <laughs> and that make you happy? Makes me happy. No, I'm, I'm going to miss Louis Gohmert. Well, don't worry, he will not go he was, quietly. <laughs> he was the most entertaining of all the Republicans. Because he is the dumbest here. man in Congress. There's no doubt. Yeah, well, I, yeah, I suppose he was. Uh, he was uh, aligned very closely with the violent people that did stuff on January. Yeah, 6th. they got some text messages and stuff with him, and maybe a couple phone calls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Was he one of the ones that were showing them around the, the Capitol before the insurrection? I'm not sure, but I think so. There's uh, some, of them, some Republicans did that. Yes. They showed them, oh, here's where uh, you can find so-and-so, and here's where you can find so-and-so. And, here's and where then the, they went in to try to kill yeah, them. And here's where the windows are not reinforced. Uh-huh. The windows that were breached on January 6th were the windows that were not reinforced. Now, how would they know that if they had not received a tour? So somebody somebody on the inside helped them. Oh, yeah. I can't wait to see Marjorie Taylor Greene in orange. I found some more more good news. They had a vote in South Dakota where they tried to make it harder to expand Medicaid. Because they haven't expanded Medicaid. They're like Texas, you know, they won't just won't take the millions of dollars that they could get for free to expand Medicaid because it would help poor people. <sighs> so, but anyway, they tried to make it harder to expand Medicaid, but they failed miserably in the last election. So that was good. That is a good thing. Mm-hmm. And we have got, you know, we got to listen. This is... This is something that we could get in Texas. We mm-hmm. can expand Medicaid if we elect the right people mm-hmm. to go to Austin. And another million poor people could get a yes, health care. Folks, we are we are right on the cusp of being dead last mm-hmm. with the most uninsured people in. I, I, I mean, we sorry, last. first. I, I worst. Worst, yes. We're, we're the worst. I thought we were the absolute. We might worst. be. We might be. We might have taken that slot. Okay. <laughs> I mean, come on. Even Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Even Kentucky expanded Medicaid. Yeah. So that's a, that's that's Turtlehead. Violent crime place. was one. Of, violent crime was one of the main issues in the last round of elections, and it, according to the Lone Star Project, violent crime is more of a red state problem than a blue state one. As eight out of ten states with the highest murder rates are the states that voted for Donald Trump in 2020. The murder rate in the 25 states that went for Trump is, on average, 40% higher than that of the states that voted for Joe Biden. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting? What does that tell you? If you want more violence, go go to one of the states that voted for Donald Trump. If you don't want violence, go to one of the states that didn't vote for Trump. Yeah, yeah, right. Well, you know, Steve Bannon, he's all out there. He's a Republican. He's a Republican. He's one of the crazies that helped uh, uh, organize the January 6th riot. And on his show last night, he is daring Mm -hmm. Merrick Garland. Is he a Supreme Court justice? No. Merrick Garland is the Attorney General of the United States. Okay. He says... Quote, I dare Mary Garland to take that crap last night and try to indict Trump because we're going to win in November and we're going to impeach you and everybody around. F you screw with the White House. We're going to impeach you. I see. Isn't that exciting? 972-647-1893. You know, I always thought the Supreme Court justices just had a salary. They had a good salary, yeah. two hundred thousand or something like that. We have a caller or over did here. Did you know they also can get book deals worth as much as two million dollars? What? And they are doing it. They they're getting these book deals and raking in the dough. So if you think there's no corruption at the Supreme Court level, <laughs> look no further than Clarence Thomas. <laughs> good, or look at his wife. We're gonna. No, I think I accidentally hung up on him. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. So okay, there they are. They're back. Come back okay. In. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Hello. 
Hello? You're on the Hello? air. Hello? Yeah, hi, I'm here. Hi. What's up? Okay. Uh, here's, yeah, here's my question. You got to turn your radio off, bud. Okay, my question is, since uh, August, January 6th, Trump was running the whole show. Is he eligible because they, they don't want him to run again? I don't want him to run. Right. But is he eligible to run for president again? Right now, yes. As it stands right now, yes. Right now, yes. Right now, is he yes. The one that started all this? Yeah, yeah. That's but why we got started all this. Yeah. Right, but that's why we got these hearings because the the Congress wants you to know this is what happened. Yeah. All right. Right. Hey, thanks for right. calling, man. That guy, Keep that fat guy that started it backed him up. What was his name? Bill Barr? No. Steve Bannon? What was his name? Yeah, Steve uh, Bannon's a fat guy. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, William something. All right. Oh, he's talking about William Barr. Oh, Bill Barr. Yeah. Well, William Barr. William right. Barr did not back him uh, on uh-huh. the on the. Ju- ju- he said it was July, BS. January sixth. Okay, we got another caller. We got to hurry. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. How you doing? Good. Well, I want to thank you first for. Breaking it down about why they are after T.C. Broadnax, the city manager. Mm-hmm. And I think we need to take a good look at that because we finally got some kind of Attention. action going on <laughs> south of the 30 River. Mm-hmm. And uh, the mayor, Eric Johnson, most of his money that he made and the, most of the people he in bed with is in North Dallas. That's right. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing. And Highland Park. Yeah. Don't forget Highland Park. I was sad right. when he took. I was right. sad yeah, when he yeah, took Highland that. Park. Let's put it like that. Yeah. I was sad yeah, when he took that law right. partnership because uh, you know he gets right. a salary he as mayor. Makes about four hundred thousand. Mm-hmm. He makes a, a little over four hundred thousand with that partnership, if I'm not mistaken. No, I think he. Well, he makes he complain about the eighty, I think, but still. <laughs> right, but he still complains about the salary of the city manager. Mm-hmm. Well. Now, they put Officer uh, Chief Pew up there with the city manager so he could manage Chief Renee Hall when she was the police. Uh-huh. We never had that. That was a created position. That's that right. Did. It was a created position so they could figure out how to run her off. Right, and they ran off. Yep. Now, they don't do that against uh, Garcia. Uh, uh, Chief Garcia. Right. And at the same time, when they won Chief Hall off, they took all the power away from the uh, the police review board or whatever they call it mm-hmm. because they did a few good things, but now they just muted. Just mm-hmm. like the male mutes uh, Carolyn Owens, uh mic when she's trying to speak. Yep. Mm-hmm. But the male, and I'm going to say this before I hang up, uh, I just read a little something about what something that our great congresswoman, Eddie Bernice Johnson, how she criticized the city manager, but she's always saying that's local and I don't get involved with local politics. That's right. I'm federal. But mm-hmm. when it comes down to bond packages or, or black people in control in Dallas, she always have an opinion. I see. So well, she lives here. here. And her, she does live she here. She lives here, but our office is over there on Oakland. It's not over here 
Well, the majority of the people that voted for her. Eh? Uh-huh. Well, she moved her off. She moved her office when the district changed. I see. But you're saying that, well, that people should support know, the city manager. You're saying the city manager is not so I, bad, right? The city manager, he's not perfect, but he's not terrible neither because okay. we finally got a lot of development going over at UNT. We're going to do all this new development at. Uh-huh. Um, we've been waiting on that for years. Yeah, I'm, I'm so, so glad to hear. Thank I'm you, sir. We appreciate a, it. I'm glad to hear a knowledgeable person about local city politics uh, speak up. But we have to go. Say yes. goodbye, Bonnie. Goodbye, Bonnie.